0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. Today is June 16, 2016. Yesterday, Tokyo Governor Masazoe announced that he has the intention of resigning his post as the governor of the world's richest metropolis. Who knows if he'll follow through on this. That's what we're here to talk about. Michael? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, he's
1: going to definitely resign. He's, put, he's placed himself in that position, and certainly he has no political viability. Uh, but how he got to that position. What a week we've had. Oh, and it, it, what a last 36, 48 hours we've had. Did we call it? We called it, but we called it in a way that said it looks like the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came very suddenly. He was adamant just two days ago. That he was going to stick it out. He told the head of the Tokyo assembly when he the Tokyo assembly had brought him aside and said, "Look, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know that the LDP, which is holding out and which holds the, the majority of seats, but not all the ne- seats necessary for a uh, no confidence motion, when they switch sides and join the opposition and said we're going to vote for the no confidence right. motion, it was over for you. But." Masazoe is saying, no, I'm not going to resign. And that's due to the very interesting way
0: that a no-confidence motion works in the Tokyo Assembly. It's interesting. We were talking about a no-confidence motion just two weeks ago being formed by the opposition parties against the current Prime Minister. And now, two, three weeks later, we're talking about the exact same thing happening but actually having the punch that uh, the opposition parties and the LDP we're able to cobble together. But it's not exactly the same thing. That's the That's cool true. thing
1: about the assembly vote. It's it's a suicide bomb of a vote because mm-hmm. it's not an absolute the governor must resign no confidence motion. What happens is a 10-day clock begins. If the governor does not resign within that 10-day span, the assembly is dissolved. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's simply you're going to say, resign or we're going to go out of business. It's a really fantastic and very interesting innovation. Maybe they should have it in the national diet. That would be something really cool because that would really force people who do submit no-confidence motions to be really committed to it. Mm-hmm. What's interesting was that the LDP and the Kometo who had supported... They were kind of going back and forth. Well, They, were, they much were the ones who the had sponsored his candidacy. Yes? Grudgingly sponsoring it. He had already been running for governor when they finally came to the realization that they couldn't together find a candidate. Mm -hmm. So they turned to Masa out of desperation. Well, having turned to him out of desperation, they weren't going to try to abandon him at the very first uh, opportunity. So it took them a long time to come to the realization that he was simply no longer viable Mm -hmm. as a political force. That, ha- that having happened, and that, that switch having happened, it's really amazing that they came to that decision given the fact that they would be putting themselves out of a
0: job. Right. Well, he really got an ass whooping, didn't he? I mean, the last two days of being on the hot seat inside the uh, Metropolitan Assembly, the the special section for having uh, this review of the governor, boy, you could tell, I mean, in, him, in, in his procession going out after the meetings at late at night, uh, he he just looked like a defeated. Well, it's
1: person. his. It was his bargaining behavior.
0: That we was, learned a new word, didn't we? Oh uh, yeah. A new word was injected into the lexicon that uh, we all know as sequoi. Sequey,
1: which is a word I had never heard in all my years here. Uh, this this term came up
0: very derogatory. Very derogatory, right?
1: and you, you you saw it being shared on social media. People saying. He is so sickoi. Mm-hmm. He's what he's doing is sickoi, and you, you say, "What does is, what, what is this word meaning?" You look it up, mm-hmm. and and what it meant and what it means is, he, he, he's nitpicky, he's cheap, he's a cheapskate, he does things Stubborn, in the dubbing, s- he's stu- just and he, he he's tricky, boneheaded, and, s- and yes. sneaky. It's all those things at once. Okay, and. It all had to do with the real petty nature of the violations, which mm-hmm. are not even illegal. Right. He what he did is used political
0: it funds took advantage of his office.
1: That's right. And the thing is, the political funds control law is specifically vague on what you can spend the money on, mm-hmm. because the the writers of the, of the law felt quite reasonably that if you make a very clear distinct line about what is and what is political funding, then what's going to happen is, first of all, you'll be prosecuting people all the time, but secondly, there is a, a great gray area what what represents research what represents right. PR in terms of political action.
0: Well, the other thing too is that it's the politicians themselves who are writing this law. So, I mean, they know where there's wiggle room and where there's not. And they there's there's just a basic common
1: sense law or it's not a law, a rule that comes into
0: Koshikondo. Don't do it. Well, don't do it
1: or you know the common sense rule in the american tradition is if you don't want to see it on the front page of the newspaper right. don't do it right. in this case he 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 just took little bits and pieces of things mm-hmm. the total amount that was deemed not illegal but inappropriate over all of his political career of, of the last few years was 4.4 million yen, mm-hmm. which is 41,000 US dollars of little things, a book here, a pair, uh, some pajamas there, all these things that he could charge to this political fund. It was a tiny amount of money, it's, a, it's, a, it's petty, and that's where the word Sekoy came right. in. It was so petty, you know. it's money that he could have afforded. And that that's what made this bargaining that he started doing look even worse. Right. Because he started saying, "Okay, first, I'll, I'll give up my second home. That's that's the source of the problem. And then we had this amazing, I'll give up my salary as the governor. You know, this 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 the constantly app- just, desperate. Mm-hmm. And, 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 Please leave me until until Rio. Okay. Yeah. Like getting the flag at the rio olympics having it passed from me having was... it pass from, from whoever is going to be holding it at rio to me that's all i want to do mm-hmm. let me receive that flag then i'll come home with the flag and I'll resign. Right.
0: It's desperate, desperate move. At some point the die is really cast and then it there's really no no place for him to go, but it once again it looks like he didn't really craft his disaster management, his worst case scenario. Uh, reaction very very skillfully.
1: But what has happened is we've set a terrible precedent. Well, we haven't. We don't have
0: the right to vote. We're trying to fix this thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We, We don't have the right to vote, but a terrible precedent is being set here. The last two governors of this incredibly powerful and important municipality, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government, The richest in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, and it it would be above the the country of Indonesia in terms of its GDP and just below South Korea. This very very important post, the last two governors have been forced out of office for activities that are not illegal. Mm -hmm. They just look bad. What kind of precedent does that set? And who, for goodness sake, would want to run for the post? <laughs> if you can be forced out for things that aren't illegal, mm-hmm. they just uh, seem cheap, or they just seem a little bit shady, but there's nothing, there's nothing prosecutable. Mm-hmm. You know, Anything can be, at that point, transferred into some kind of reason for you to resign. So, I don't see... they're, they're talking right now about who will be the various candidates if they run this, which they will be running, I'm not. I should use the word if, but that's mistaken. When they run the by-election to fill Mas Zoe's seat, they have all kinds of candidates that are being tossed out. But will these individuals actually put themselves in such a post? What mm-hmm. do you
0: think? I think. I think yes. If somebody offered me to be governor, would you? Even be considered as a candidate for a governor of, of Tokyo, I would say, sure, I would take the risk. I mean, that's a that's a huge honor.
1: But the thing is, if you have anything to defend, and I think this is what happened in the case of Masozoi, if there's something that you have to defend, and he has to defend the ability to take care of his family mm-hmm. and provide for his, his children, if you have anything to protect, you wouldn't want to be in this position because you are going to be put under a spotlight and there are people who can ruin you. Yep. And and Masa Zoe has been ruined for taking advantage of the system in a way that all politicians do. Yeah. Everybody has very funky charges on the political funds because it's available, well, it's there.
0: It's, it's a some- cost of power though isn't it? I mean, but you're, I think you're right, maybe this is just the pendulum, you know, swinging back and forth and it's, it's real, I mean, even his, his children were getting death threats about, you know, your father better resign.
1: Yeah, people get very excited about very small things and, mm-hmm. and this,
0: this is very, very
1: unfortunate. It, it's just that... Whew, Maybe the okay, next governor the, coming the, in,
0: it'll be a different scenario. To,
1: for example, the, this morning's Tokyo Shimbun, in, in, coming into my mailbox, has the DP considering putting forward their House of Counselors star Renho as a candidate. That would be disastrous. She's got a good job. She's she's going to be reelected forever as a right. member of the House of Councillors for Tokyo. Don't touch that because she's an effective person there. Who if you put her in that position with her Taiwanese background right. and with her, you know, the photographs of her without any clothes on. Yes, you can search that on the internet.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, th- these. These, things. But the logic underpinning that, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting because the logic there is, well, we think that maybe Hillary will be president of the United States, so that might be good, and we've got the President of South Korea. She's, she's a, a female too, and maybe the Tokyo governor.: I hope that this. Isn't, just, I hope know. this
1: isn't their reasoning, because it, it doesn't make sense. Anyone who's worthwhile mm-hmm. who has a real future should not become governor of
0: Tokyo. That's clearly what the message is that's okay. being sent. But the LDP needs to have a candidate there. They need to have somebody that's not in their pocket, but they need to have an LDP person who is running the Tokyo Metropolitan and the, Government. The
1: suggestion has been that it's Shin Sakurai, uh, who is the father of a member of the boy band Arashi, and he's a former bureaucrat, and you say, My God, is this is how this is all that's available? Mm-hmm. And no, there are great some great candidates. There are out some there. great candidates, but who would right. run? That's the issue that comes out of this very, very sad process that has thrown out a person, well, in fact, two persons in a row yes. who came in as reformers, both Inose and Masazoi. The great irony of both of their falls is they were the avatars of reform, mm-hmm. Inosei with his attacks on the spending of the national government in terms mm-hmm. of infrastructure, wasteful spending there, Masa Zoe, on his various causes coming out of a, his professorship at Todai to run first against Ishihara Shintaro at, for governor and then as a member of the LDP, as a reformer being given and in the end the uh, Portfolio of trying to put together the health ministry after it was discovered that the pension f- funds uh, had been there were 50 million pension uh, accounts that had no persons attached to it. He was put in charge of that. He, these reformers have yeah. been felled again for things that weren't illegal but
0: looked shady. Right. You know, it's not, it, it's just not a place you'd want mm-hmm. to be. Inosa didn't make it to two years. He didn't receive a pension when he resigned. It looks like Masazoi has exceeded the two-year qualification to receive a pension, so when he resigns or when he's kind of asked to leave, uh, he will receive a pension. That after must that. have
1: helped him make
0: the decision
1: mm-hmm. that he cleared the two-year But can I hurdle. go to Rio?
0: No, yeah, okay.
1: Well, he doesn't get to go to Rio, but he still will be paid a pension and a ni- get a nice lump sum for his two years and four months in office. Okay,
0: there's a little bit more rock and roll that can be played over the next two weeks. Walk us through that. He could withhold resigning and force the house to close down, right? But he's going to resign.
1: Let's let's let, 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 what, let a, <laughs> what a turmoil that would cause for the upper house election. That would that would that would be crazy. Uh, and and given the way that this has gone, not impossible. I agree. We'll see by the next by the time we record our next session. Okay, what the heck's going we've on? We've got what ten days? Yes. Okay. So we have a ten day th- clock that started. Uh, well, it hasn't because we haven't had a no confidence motion. He's expressed an intention to resign. That's right. If he doesn't resign, uh, then w- the assembly will be faced with the same situation that it's faced now. Do we go forward with a no confidence motion, knowing that we'll be essentially dissolving ourselves? Right. Uh, Yes, that could happen. In the mid, in the great heat of the late July, people's brains do get a little bit parboiled Mm -hmm. and they might come up with these kinds of ideas. It will be after, however, the House of Counselors election.
0: Because it's a 40-day period and by then the election of the upper house will have already
1: taken place. So, the impetus that has pushed the Abe administration to be very quietly on the side of, please resign, Mm-hmm. get this out of the way, we don't want anything to interfere with the House of Counselors election, that will evaporate and that kind of pressure will go away. We may see some fireworks and in fact a complete circus erupt, yes. but at the present time, Sukhoi. Sukhoi, he's and he's stubborn and he's cheap, uh, we will see what happens.
0: But he might have a little bit of a, you know, a revenge motivation too. I mean, what, what the hell? You know, I I did my job and you you fellows came out of the woodwork and attacked me and now I have to resign. Watch what you're, you know, watch what you're doing. We'll see. Okay, because the LDP could have come in and actually with their backing propped him up and maybe he would have survived but... No, but not with the House of Counselors election
1: coming up. The House of Counselors election is what's behind this. Mm -hmm. The LDP could not stand by their man. They had to at some point
0: give him up. The question was when and when was this last week? Okay, so what we're looking at now is either an election for the new governor of Tokyo or a closing of the House and uh, an election of all the assembly members. Well, right now we're looking only at option number one. Right, you've heard it here first. We continue to watch this intensely interesting development because it has great impact to the national parliament as well. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. If you ever needed a good reason to continue to watch Tokyo on Fire, this is it. Things that are happening at a tectonic level that we have never seen before in Japanese politics. Specifically, the opposition parties have formed a coalition in light of the upper house election that's just coming down the path. Michael, you're watching this too. They have formed a coalition. They've melded some of their opposition party ideas, lining them up. And we have a, the upper house election coming up for the proportional representation and the district representation. It seems like on this part they are not in agreement. On this part they are.
1: Well, I, I, I okay. First of all, I disagree with the term coalition. Okay. And if I look at you, funny, when you use that term, it's because you deserve it. I think this is better. You're descri- Yeah, I am <laughs> uh, This is better described as an alliance. Mm-hmm. If it were a coalition, they would work out their policies between themselves and and coordinate on policies. They've coordinated but on a very limited set of big-ticket items mm-hmm. that are designed to emphasize how different they are from the current administration. As for the totality, their, their, their manifestos, mm-hmm. those are very different documents and in, and in fact, while the, whereas the uh, Communists have put out a very detailed and very public manifesto, this is for the things we are for. The, the DPJ yesterday, very quietly, very, very carefully, said, here is ours, and just has completely left it. Mm-hmm. They have a list of policies and they contradict those of, of the communists, but they want to emphasize seven areas where the, these alliance members are in agreement. They're not a coalition, they're not going to take over government. In fact, the DP members make it very clear that they are not... This is for
0: election purposes. This is for
1: election purposes, we are not forming an opposition government with the Communists. And they've been emphasizing that from day one.
0: Okay, which is why on the uh, proportional representation districts, they're really not quite in agreement.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. Each party is running within the proportional vote on its own merits. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. They're they've coordinated on the districts because in the districts they'd be if they set up candidates, those candidates would cancel each other out, and the LDP candidate would win. In the proportional, it's based on party votes, and the the, the persons who are elected on the proportional list are based on a proportion of right. the total vote how of about,
0: the country. How about this, Michael? The um the way that the seats are divided and how they are voted upon it's kind of complicated. Let's devote an episode today on talking about how that election is run, but let's uh, focus now on what are the areas that the opposition parties have kind of said, yes, we can agree, these other ones we're going to swallow hard and maybe not talk very loudly about. Okay, there are seven major areas where they have coordinated their
1: policies, okay? The first has to do with Mr. Abe's favorite subject. Well, the one that he'd like to talk about the most which is revising the constitution mm-hmm. uh, he, the ldp is for it the kometo interestingly is not endorsing it in this particular election but the opposition alliance all are on the same page saying no revision of the constitution especially as during this time period when abe is prime minister mm-hmm. no way The second issue that they agree on is that last year's security legislation is unconstitutional and that it must be revoked, that's number two. Number three has to do with nuclear power. The current Abe administration is for restarting nuclear power and having nuclear power as a fundamental part of of Japan's power base, Mm -hmm. that base power has that as part of its mix. The, The opposition says. Some are for restarts, some are not, but they all agree that it out. phase it out over a reasonable lifespan mm-hmm. and that that is not a permanent fixture. Mom and it, Apple
0: Pie. That's that, something that, we can all vote on. We can
1: all vote. We can all say that eventually there are going to be zero operating nuclear power plants. They agree on that. And then they agree on some other minor issues that people maybe outside of Japan might not understand are really crucial right one of them is interestingly raising the pay of daycare workers you'd think that's a national issue yes it yeah, is, it is and it's very issue. important and they agree specifically on the real problem is not as womenomics as Mr Abe and his people have said that we don't have enough spaces the fact is is that we don't have enough people who are willing to accept the long hours and incredibly low pay for daycare, either for children or for for the elderly. It's a miserable job that is underpaid. We fix the payment issue first, and the market will take care of itself, is a view of the opposition. And a lot of really intelligent people agree with them who are specialists in this Mm -hmm. area. Another area where the, the alliance agrees is that Japan's education system, which is the stepping stone into getting into the elite, uh, currently has a huge barrier against people who do not have financial stability, in that they have scholarships, but they're not grants, they're loans. Mm -hmm. And the paying back of loans has proven to be, just as it is in the United States, a tremendous burden upon the persons who take it on. And what the opposition says is that these should be grants. And the COMETO, the coalition, ruling coalition member, agrees. Mm-hmm. And the, it's, that leaves the LDP out in the right. cold. It's a very
0: interesting issue in terms of the dynamics of the parties. It's a time like this when these, these, just these small variations in the difference of the parties really come to the fore and you can examine them and you can see people you know sweating because they are being examined, they're on the manifesto, they're being questioned about that. We've got six days before the election starts. And the thing is that,
1: for one of them in particular, the uh, Democratic Party, or formerly the Democratic Party of Japan, is taking a real flyer on, it, which is opposition to TPP. Mm-hmm. It was under the DPJ administration that TPP was accepted. And in fact, the, the Prime Minister at the time, Prime Minister Khan, saw it as the way of opening up Japan for the third time in its history equivalent to the black ships arriving in the 19th century, equivalent okay. to the occupation that this was the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. And now, the current DP? No, we're we're actually against that. Uh-huh. That's a huge bet on their parts that people will forget. So when you say sweating, I bet they are on that one.
0: Right. We have to pay for this somehow. What is the coalition, not the coalition, the Alliance Party's position on the imposition of the tax and the reduction for uh, 8% for foodstuffs, newspapers, that sort of thing, and the fact that the Prime Minister has pushed it off into the future two and a half years.
1: Every party, including the ruling coalition party, is, is on board saying that the delay is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, they're all being opportunistic. They're all saying, you know, we don't need a tax imposed. Gosh, doesn't that make you want to like us? Mm-hmm. And of course, they're, they're playing the electorate for fools, saying, you know, we cut the taxes. No, you didn't. You right. just delayed imposing one. Mm-hmm. And and at some point, all these debts will have to be paid by somebody in some way. Right. And the, the the thing is about the consumption tax. Everybody talks about the way it suppresses consumption for a short period of time. Nevertheless, in terms of the financing of the con- of the government, it is the best tax. Mm. If you look at the tax forms that if you look at the statistics and and the graphs. You see that corporate income tax or personal income tax, they fluctuate wildly based upon the global economy. Whereas the consumption tax, people have to, to, to buy things. The consumption tax is a steady source of income. Mm-hmm. And so for a person who's trying to actually fundamentally pay for what the government does, a consumption tax, or in Europe they have they have the VATs right. these are actually extremely important and stable means of getting government revenue right so by saying that they're against rising the rising of the consumption tax they're putting off until tomorrow things that should be done today and they're also being they're being facetious mm-hmm. because it has to be paid for some way and this is the best way
0: to pay well, for well some astute uh, participants in at the political process do um, acknowledge that it has to be paid for and how are we going to pay for these you know other social services that are not going to be taken care of by an increase in the consumption tax and i think those kinds of positions will be you know pretty pretty carefully examined
1: well one of the things about the, that daycare center rise that i spoke of that would be paid for normally out of the the raising of the consumption okay. tax. In fact, everything that had to do with all the wonderful things that of the th- the second third arrows, the second set of third arrows of abenomics, right. that was all paid for out of what was going to be the rise in the mm-hmm. consumption tax. So, when the government starts talking about how abenomics, okay, it hasn't worked so far but it'll work in the future, they are just simply glossing over that fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, we have all these proposals and you can't imagine how many different kinds of wonderful proposals they have. None of it
0: is is funded. There's a lot of furious activity going on right now. We've got six days before the election starts, only one manifesto has been published and, and kind of quietly Pushed, pushed out of the DP. The, All the right.
1: minor parties, because they want to get on the news, have put out their manifestos, but who cares about mm-hmm. them? They're not going to be d- doing anything in terms of policy. No one is going to implement the policy of, of Nihon Kokoro Party or right. the policy of the Socialist Party or even the Communists, despite the fact they have the ability to submit legislation. Nobody's going to do anything on that. The two main parties, they have manifestos, but they're not going to emphasize it in this election. Mm-hmm. Instead, the uh, The Abe side, the the LDP, uh, has been emphasizing two things. One is fear mongering, which is look at the opposition, they're working with the communists. And we saw that going back several weeks ago when they brought up this fact that the communists are still on the violence watch list, right? right? So, this idea that the communists are evil and therefore DP has joined its hand with the black hand of of evil. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, The fact that the LDP in its time has joined hands with parties that were ostensibly enemies to it. Is being glossed over. It, it joined hands with the socialists to mm-hmm. form a coalition. It joined hands with the Cometo. Uh, these are things that they have done in the past. This, this, they have been absolutely pushing. The communists are taking over line. That's right. one. The the other thing is that Abenomics is just takes a matter of time, mm-hmm. and we're just not there. We're not there yet. So don't change horses in midstream, stay the course. Stay the course, have more babies. And the thing is that, that that's selling well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at the latest set of polls. So, Kyoto sees some movement away from the cabinet, but NHK in its most recent poll uh, found support for the cabinet rising and the, the difference between the parties, the difference between the LDP and the, the DP, The number of voters, the percentage of voters who are supporting either of those two parties, it's five to one in favor of the LDP. Five to one going into an election that's going to happen in just a few weeks time. That looks disastrous. So we really have to be focusing on the joint candidates Mm -hmm. because that's where the line can be drawn. Proportional vote, the the LDP is going to just absolutely crush the opposition. So it's in these single districts and these policies that they have joined together to jointly promote. That's where the interest lies and
0: that's where the politics is going to happen. The election campaigns start on June 22nd. Mm-hmm. What do you expect is going to happen between today when we're, we're filming until, I mean, our next uh, upload of this this podcast will be in, in one week's time. So there's, there's a lot of wiggle room there. What do you think is going to happen before they cut it and Hit the
1: streets? We, we don't know. We've had a lot of explosions this year so far, starting with the Amari scandal, which have thrown all kinds of spanners into the works in terms of the legislative cal- calendar, in in terms of the planning right. that the LDP has done for the House of Councillors. And at the end of all of this, of all these tremendous and weird things happening, and which is make why when you ask me what's going to happen in a week's time, I, who knows? Do, I don't know, but does it matter? Is the question. Mm-hmm. And in this case, with the LDP so far ahead in terms of support at this stage, there's no way to move the numbers in a significant mm-hmm. way. There's really very little that the, the Democratic Party can do except emphasize its alliance. It can't emphasize its own identity. It has to say, "We're together. <clears throat> we have these issues." And there, there are a few more that you can you could point out. The most important one in terms of U.S.-Japan relations is agreement that the Futenma move is off. Right. right? That there cannot be a, a Futenma replacement Should... fa- facility at Henoko. Le- that, let's just up. freeze
0: it. Let's just freeze that. Well, let's have a discussion on the whole issue of. What the hell are they doing there in the first place?
1: And that, and w- that the the murders and the uh, recent traffic accident that have led to the very strange and, and and amazing ban nationwide by the Navy on alcohol consumption. You know, this Lots is all. Happens. This has played into this narrative, and they're emphasizing that this deal that was struck in the nineteen nineties cannot go forward. And they'll mm. they'll talk about only these main issues where the alliance of, and again, I take issue with your word coalition, this alliance of opposition parties, they stand together. They're not going to work, I think, in terms of the DP, given that they are currently at 7.5, 7.6% support. They're not going to emphasize their own identity. They're going to identify, they're going to say, look at us as a member of an anti-ABE team. And that's where I think the politics is going to head in this next few weeks
0: as we head towards the July 10 date of the House of Counselors election. The parties in opposition to the ruling coalition, the LDP and Cometo, have formed an alliance to crush the LDP in the upcoming upper house election. Campaigning starts in six days. Stay tuned. Welcome back. An interesting thing happened on the way to the forum today. The ruling coalition of the LDP and the Comato, tight as they were beforehand, you're seeing cracks in, in that facade. Michael, you're watching it too. Some interesting dynamics are finally starting to come to the surface. We're
1: seeing finally with the declaration of what the policy programs are, the manifestos as they're, they're called, for the upper house election, the House of Counselors election that's happening on July the 10th, some very subtle but nevertheless significant differences between the platforms of the two ruling coalition partners.
0: In the past, they try and downplay these because the coalition is is rather important and public opinion polls have have shown that there is strength there, but in election they have to kind of differentiate themselves. In this case, the differentiation
1: seems to be based upon what I identified in January as the fundamental really the, the the one most wonderful and bizarre part of this election, which is that if the Komeito fully cooperates with the LDP in the way that it has in the past, in helping the LDP get all of its members elected, it will be complicit in its own disempowerment. Mm-hmm. If the Cometo voters show up in the district elections and vote as they've been told in the past for the LDP candidate, the LDP will elect enough members from the House of Councilors to have more than 50% of the seats in that body, mm-hmm. which means that it has more than 50% in the House of Reps and more than 50% in the House of Councilors for the first time since 1989. Mm-hmm. 27 years, it's been ruling in coalition right. with other people, having to deal with other parties. How distasteful. And, but just it's a, a, annoying.
0: Annoying, right. Even though Hamstringing.
1: It, it's been hamstringing them. They have within their sights of just a few more weeks that they'll have to listen to the Kometo. And right. if the Kometo voters go to the polls and vote as they've been told in the past for the LDP candidate, that requirement disappears right. and the komeito will be complicit in it. Right. It's a beautiful thing and that I think has finally been processed in the komeito and you're seeing them responding to pressures from within their own base saying, you know, this is not right. Mm-hmm. And you're, And we see in terms of very basic programs such as the program having to do the major program of the of the LDP, because it's in their nineteen fifty five declaration, we're going to revise the constitution, the Cometo mm-hmm. will discuss the situation, but the words revision, Constitution, not in their manifesto.
0: So this isn't really a, a fracture and we don't expect or anticipate a fracture, but the, the fact that now we are in election mode, these differences really become much more pronounced.
1: Well, it certainly is going to be harder. The the kometo
0: base is very, very unified and, and votes very strongly. Let's talk just a little bit about their base. kometo I get this question asked all the time. kometo what is their political philosophy? Why are they powerful? Why has the LDP formed a coalition with them? And what's the difference or the, the similarity between them and the religious organization, Soka Gakkai. And the, let us be frank, it is the front organization it's a political arm, the, the, the Soka Gakkai. But it's not supposed to be.
1: It's not supposed to be and there are certainly there are people who vote Komeito, who are not members of the Soka Gakkai. Mm-hmm. Some of them are convinced by their Soka Gakkai re- relatives, who keep bombarding them with telephone calls saying, will you vote for our candidate? Yes, but also some people see them as an a, a way of getting leverage on the government, a way of pushing the LDP without voting for the ldp voting for the opposition the dp you're not going to get shot, anything right. but here if you vote for the cometo the cometo because it's the coalition partner has leverage mm-hmm. it, it's only through the cometo that the current administration has a majority in the house of councillors without the cometo the ldp does not have sufficient seats right. But that's going to change in this election. They will have fifty percent in both houses. They will be back to the dominant single party that can do whatever it wants without a coalition partner, if the, the Kometo votes for them. But that's not your prediction. I believe that they will vote for them because there's no time to to coordinate. True, they they could do it. They could tell their followers teach the teach the LDP a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, vote for an opposition candidate. Don't let the LDP district win, win that district. Right. There are two problems. One is the time. You just don't have time to coordinate. You're only a few weeks away, even though it's a highly the Soka Gakkai is a highly disciplined organization. And it can, if you look at the way that it uses the proportionalist in order to exhibit its powers of control and its powers of influence, it's a thing of wonder. Mm. Uh, it, it, their, their use of the proportional list, w- which they do in, simply in order to demonstrate their power, is amazing. And if anybody wants to talk about it with me, write me an email. But the salient point here is the opposition contains the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. The Alliance, one of the members, is the Communists, and the Communists are the deadly enemies of the Cometo. They have the same targets the persons with less than a college education who are struggling and the Kometo and the Sokogakai, in in the 1960s and 70s took in a lot of their base from that group and that's the natural mm-hmm. group of the communists who are the you know the, the workers, workers the laborers right the workers day laborers party so these two are v- absolutely just absolutely visceral enemies and there's no way at that point if there's going to be a unified candidate which we do have in 32 districts, Mm
0: -hmm. that there's no way that the Komeito voters will vote there. What are they going to do about that?
1: That, That's the thing. They're caught in this incredible catch-22 where they are about to disempower themselves, but there's nothing, they don't have an alternative.
0: Is there supposed to be, I'm sure there is in the the backroom closets, a tit-for-tat. I mean, you're gonna vote for us, and we're gonna support you, but even though the numbers aren't gonna reveal this support for the coalition, you're my guy.
1: Oh, well, that's the only thing they have to rely on now, is the goodwill of the LDP, because they will no longer be providing them with the majority in the House of Counselors. They will no longer have that leverage on them. They can't twist the arm of the LDP in order to get the things that they want Mm -hmm. done. They got out of the LDP, with that leverage, this carve out of the tax rise, which is now not going to happen at all, but they did enforce on the LDP the concept that foodstuffs and daily necessities should be taxed at an 8% rate when everything else goes to 10%. Mm -hmm. There has to be a lower tax level. They insisted on that and they were able, with their crowbar of the
0: House of Counselors majority,
1: to get that. They will no longer have that tool.
0: Well, the Prime Minister has already announced a kind of a low threshold. I will win 61 seats. The LDP will have 61 seats in the upcoming upper house election. I stake my reputation on that. He's going to get that even if he walks backward throughout the entire election campaign.
1: What we're looking at is is a, a situation where there is really no logical way that the LDP could
0: lose this election. And, and, well they can lose some of the seats that they already hold, but they're still gonna far exceed the 50% of the, the, the houses that are up for or the seats that are up for grabs.
1: And if you look at the results from the 2013 House of Counselors election, which had the poll numbers for the various parties at approximately where they are now, the LDP gained 31 seats mm-hmm. at the expense mostly of the Democratic Party of Japan, and the DPJ lost 27. We have basically the same kind of seat arrangements up for grabs in this 2010 election. This set of seats is the last place where Japan has what is supposed to be a two-party system with the two main conservative centrist parties having approximately the same number of Mm -hmm. seats. If, looking at 2013, that's going to mean an absolute debacle for Mm -hmm. the DP, and that's what's set up. It's it's it, it. There's going to be a huge rise in the number of seats that the co- ruling coalition controls and the LDP controls by itself.
0: Okay, if everybody knows this at about the same level that we know this, then that tells you that they really must scramble and they need to do some things that are like outside of the bounds of what they would even conceive as something that's that's worthwhile. For example, forming an alliance with the opposition parties. But probably, they might take it even a step further if in fact their political livelihood, their, their existence, really is at stake. Unfortunately, the, uh, de- the only party that could matter,
1: which is the Democratic Party, has... Scrambling. Has, it's scrambling, but it, it has as its leadership, persons who are not entirely frightened by genteel decline mm-hmm. or, or even a genteel downfall party leader Okada led the party to an absolute disastrous result in the 2005 election, the the postal reform election against Koizumi, who was running against his own party in terms of fighting for reform. He he was fighting a two-sided battle and defeated both sides handily. Okada was uh, was absolutely ineffective and we're seeing absolutely not one iota of more energy out of him than we saw in 2005. There is no way that he is going to ignite the electorate to saying, wow, this is a historic election that needs to be decided yes. in a certain way and I have to show up to the polls to be a participant in it. No, it's the, the general sense that everybody gets is that this is going an election that's going to set a possibly a new record low mm-hmm. in terms of voter participation because, yeah, economics isn't working, but what were the alternatives? Yeah, we don't want to have the nuclear power plants restarted, but what are the alternatives? It's the What are the alternatives? Yeah. And this, this leadership group of the Democratic Party is not that alternative.
0: You know, every time we see something teed up, for example, the no confidence motion that uh, the Prime Minister faced uh, two or three weeks ago, you know, it's teed up, he, he's on camera, and he just really doesn't knock it home. And it's, it's such a disappointment because we, yes, everybody likes to see a vigorous fight and a two-party system would be probably a good thing to happen, but it just keeps, you know, escaping, you know, people's imagination. Let me ask you, though, what's going on with political genius Ichido Ozawa in the context of all of this that's going on? You don't see much about it. You don't
1: necessarily see a lot of him because he's really basically so unpopular. Mm -hmm. He's burdened with 30 years of suspicion that he's dirty. The fact that when prosecutors actually got their hands on all of his files, and all the files of his political support organizations, they found nothing. Mm -hmm. And they, in fact, found so little of anything, they didn't file charges. And the only reason he went to trial was because of this very peculiar and very, uh, you know, anarchic system that they have of citizens actually being able to indict people. Uh, Without that, the normal procedures of indictment and the Tokyo Prosecutor's Office would never have done anything Mm -hmm. towards him. He nevertheless labors under this. He also has some personal behaviors that drive everybody crazy. Right. Uh, his, his, uh, hyper, he's a hypochondriac of the top level, so he's constantly wearing masks at inappropriate moments when he should be facing the cameras and such. Mm. He, he, he is, he's a coward personally. Uh, when the tsunami uh, destroyed his prefecture, he wasn't there. Now, first, he fled Tokyo in order to get away from Fukushima nuclear power disaster. He, he, he fled to the, we- to the west, mm-hmm. uh, but then when he came back, he didn't vo- visit his own home prefecture of Iwate until January of the next year. His own district. Right. Okay. He's simply not someone who has the personality of a leader and they people hate him for that. Mm-hmm. But his mind, his thoughts, his reasoning hey. has always been absolutely the best possible thinking about the politics of Japan.
0: That's right. And probably, I mean, this goes for politics and and in business too, the nail that sticks out, you're gonna receive that hammerhead real quick. And I think people who um, espouse to be leaders in this country, and also those who are holding positions of power, like with Masazoi, the governor, you know, they are constantly under attack. It takes a special breed of person to survive that, he was a kingmaker. For many years he was identified as the kingmaker and probably at the level of a Kissinger within Japanese politics. He, he's a genius in terms of how things operate and how how to maneuver. But he's been marginalized. But he is at least smart
1: enough to be one of the four parties, to have his party as one of the four parties that is sponsoring these joint candidates in the alliance in mm-hmm. the House of Councils. So maybe his fingerprints are kind of... His fingerprints will be on it and all parties want to have his brain; they mm-hmm. just don't want to his person nearby, right. because he really does understand policy. We know he, people like that. We know people like that. But he, <laughs> he, he really, because of his, at the outset, relationship with the other mm-hmm. great. Now, now they call him genius Tanaka Kakue. Right. And and what a strange. Well, he was tournament. his protege, wasn't he? Yes, he was the protege, and he, and when Tanaka went to trial. Ozawa went to every single court appearances over a hundred times. He stopped whatever he was doing and went to the courthouse to sit in for the entire proceedings. Mm-hmm. That level of loyalty to a person who's seen as the ultimate avatar of corruption. Nowadays, we've seen in the last couple months, a resurgence yeah. of, of Tanaka was the greatest. That's been a really amazing thing and maybe Ozawa will be able to ride some of that. We have. Ishihara writing in the persona of Tanaka, a defense of himself, mm-hmm. and it's called Tensai, Genius. And it's it's a huge bestseller, and there are all kinds of books coming out saying what, what Japan needs now is Tanaka. I'm sure it was is thinking, <laughs> yeah, you got one
0: right here. <laughs> Sorry, we go off tangent frequently, but these things really make sense. Our lead on this episode was The coalition parties, the COMETO and the LDP, little differences that are coming up because of the election, but it just spills over into lots of things. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please stay tuned.